Welcome to the Church Solutions Podcast, brought to you by JSL Solutions. The Church Solutions Podcast is designed to help equip you and your church in the use of technology and other tools and services. And now, here are your hosts, Steve Lacey and Phil Thompson. And it is so good to have everybody with us today on another edition of the Church Solutions Podcast. Hi, my name is Steve Lacey. And I'm Phil Thompson. We hope that you are doing well. We, uh, we're we with a company called JSL Solutions. And uh, Steve, what is JSL Solutions? JSL Solutions provides um, tools for ministry. So live streaming through streamingchurch.tv, um, mobile apps through Church App Live, and myflock.com for websites and church management. Yeah. Anything else do we have? And we just started a new product called uh, Greeter.Church. All right. I have no idea what that is. Oh, it's an online <laughs> live greeter for your church website. All right. So just go to, to uh, just type in Greeter.Church uh, on your browser and you'll find out more about it. But enough about us. We uh, we come to you every week usually and we cover all sorts of things from technical things because we are kind of a tech ministry uh, as well as working with churches and volunteers and pastors. And today, we're going to talk about a subject that's always intrigued me, uh, because I know some of these people out there, and they are what, what you would call, I guess, life coaches. And today, we're going to talk about life coaching and, and maybe why you should or should not consider getting a life coach. And on uh, on the line with us here today is an old friend of mine. His name is Mr. Clay Arnold, and he's a master life coach. He's actually the founder of uh, Heart Life Coaching DFW, and the DFW stands for the Dallas-Fort Worth area. Uh, he's author of the book called Power to Live Tools for a Great Life, and uh, Clay's actually been involved in life coaching and training for about 16 years. And before that, he was involved as a pastor and a missionary, which is where I met him and his wife, Sonia, and his uh, first daughter, Heather, in Youth with a Mission. And uh, back in what what year was that, Clay? Nineteen eighty four. Eighty four. Yeah. Nineteen eighty four. About this time in nineteen eighty four. I thought about this time. time of the year. Yeah, yeah, it was. Yeah. So Clay and I were in uh, Youth with a Mission, along with a bunch of other people in uh, the Lindale, Texas area back then. And we, um, Clay, I think you took your DTS and where you went to? Uh, did you go to the Dominican Republic or did you go to Haiti? No, we went to Haiti. Yeah, that's right. You went to we Haiti. Went, we went to Haiti. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then uh, we went to Mexico, and then we reunited, and we both ended up in Japan the next year, right? So mm-hmm. I'm yep. unfamiliar. Right. D- DTS. What DTS. DTS. Uh, they make antibiotics for that. <laughs> uh, no, actually, DTS is what Youth with a Mission calls Discipleship Training School. Uh-huh. And then they also have an SOE, which is School of Evangelism. And then they have a bunch of other little things. Uh, so back then, when we were young and dumb, we were a part of that. And uh, actually, it was a good experience. In fact, uh, I remember one of our experiences in Japan. I remember we were in this, they call them bases. Youth with a Mission has these bases all over the world. And it was an old school, uh, right, Clay? It was an old school yes. at one point. Uh-huh. Yeah. And, and, I re- remember, and there were other teams, other teams from all over the world coming uh, in Japan, and it was it was what the Yokohama area is that where we were at? Yes, it was. Yeah, it's a good to Joe area of Yokohama. Mm-hmm. And uh, I remember there was a pink eye uh, breakout <laughs> in the building we were in <laughs> with all these different teams, and I distinctly remember Clay walking around with a bottle of of uh, 
rubbing alcohol, and I think you had some cotton balls or something, and you were wiping down <laughs> all the doorknobs and mm-hmm. uh, trying to prevent anybody from getting, you know, in pink eye. And if I remember correctly, uh, I never got it, but you did, Clay, right? No, I did not. My wife did. Okay. Sonia got it. You didn't get it. Okay. Sonia got it. All no, right. I got it. I had enough alcohol in my hands that I kept from having it. You so. kept from getting it. Yeah, it's highly contagious. Right. Conjunctivitis. But um, but Clay and I had a lot of fun together. Those roughly two years together, played a lot of basketball together and did things together and stuff. So anyhow, that's my background with Clay. And we kind of reconnected after like 30 years. We finally reconnected thanks to Facebook. <laughs> So, yeah, it was. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. So let's get into this here because I've got a lot of questions. I know Steve does too. Why don't we just start off with the first question? So, Clay, okay. why did you get into coaching? Uh, we discovered life coaching kind of uh, out of a trial of our own. Uh, I was pastoring a church uh, and uh, we uh, had a kind of a rough church departure. And uh, I had been very out of balance in my life and was constantly working all the time, as many pastors do, and uh, was burnt out and hurt. And uh, the situation that went on, uh, my family was pretty bruised and battered as well. And uh, once we uh, kind of got out of the situation there, we were directed to somebody that was uh, a life coach. And uh, so we as a whole family went uh, and were kind of did a relational coaching type thing with our whole family. And it was so life-changing for us as a family that uh, my wife and Sally and I looked at each other as we were um, going through it and, and God just did amazing things through the whole process. But uh, uh, just looked at each other and said, we need to learn how to do this. And uh, so we ourselves went and got trained uh, to do that, even while I was still continuing to pastor huh. uh, for a period of time. What, but, what, uh, what year was this? That was, oh, golly, that was 1996. Oh, okay. Yeah. I'm trying to figure and, out uh, when I first hear, heard about Life Coach. So that would mm-hmm. have been, I don't well, know. Life Coach has actually been around since the, the mid 1980s, uh, kind of started with uh, Tony Robbins. Uh, <laughs> Uh, in his world, he was kind of the original launcher of, of live coaching. And uh, so it's kind of been, been around actually that long. Huh. Uh, but uh, kind of in the last 10 years, it's kind of blossomed and a lot of people getting involved in it and uh, a lot of opportunity in that regard. So, uh, Clay, what's the difference, though? Because, you know, you guys obviously went through a, a tough stretch, which a lot of pastors do. I did, too, as well. Mm-hmm. I was pastoring. Yeah. Uh, what's the difference between like coaching and counseling? Well, counseling is, is targeted, uh, you know, a therapeutic setting, you know, it's, it's geared more toward, um, if, if there's emotional problem, um, you know, in in a lot of cases, uh, mental problems as well sometimes. Uh, but it's kind of different in that, uh, it involves the counselor kind of letting you figure out as you go and letting you talk. Life coaching is very hands-on, uh, you, you get handed tools, uh, and I call it your emotional toolbox because a lot of us try to do life with a very limited amount of tools. And it's kind of like trying to change a spark plug in your car with a butter knife. Uh, it doesn't work real well because you got the wrong tool and life coaching is about giving you tools and helping guide you kind of hands on to how to implement those tools and, and get balance back in your life. 
Uh, whether that be in your relationships or in your own personal walk or, or or whatever your need is to to be able to get those tools that you're needing to make your life work. Hmm. So, so counseling would be, as you mentioned, and more towards uh, emotional dealing with somebody with an emotional issue or or mm-hmm. mental. So, so in other words, I would be better off seeing a counselor than a life coach, <laughs> mm-hmm. right? Yeah, I mean, if it, that that was it. Life coaches do have the available. There are several genres of life coaching. Uh, one is that kind of comes out of the the counseling type setting with that, but it's just different types of tools, and it's much more hands on. Under under licensure, most uh, therapists or counselors can't um, kind of guide you like a life coach can. And so, for us uh, as a family, it really expedited the process for us because we were able to get the tools we need. We were able to identify where we were out of balance in lots of areas of our life. And I especially was, um, and then how to implement those and, uh, very, very hands-on. And, uh, I really appreciated that aspect of it. Fascinating. So, um, so if I was looking for a coach, what, what, what kind of things should I look for in a, in a potential coach? Well, I think it's important to understand that coaching for whatever you're you're needing work with is about results. And if you've got a coach that, you know, cannot help you get to those results, then you need to go to somebody else. But there are basically three genres of, of coaching that, that exist. One is kind of in the business community, which is more along the line of a business consultant, deal with entrepreneurial type issues, career, those kinds of things. Um, the uh, a scientific side of that uh is another genre and then also a, a, a relation what i would describe as a relational type of of coaching which is what my wife sonia and i did uh, so it really is dependent upon what what you're you're seeing and being able to just kind of look at that and say okay here's where i'm lacking or uh one of the things we do with clients that come uh we have seven basic areas that we present to them where most of the time people are out of balance in their life. And that, that can be uh, relationships, uh, emotional mastery, uh, spiritual walk, uh, priorities, exercise, career, finances, and touching others. Yeah. And usually what we find is that, that most folks are out of balance and, and they're over-focusing, if you will, on one of those seven areas. Uh, and the other areas are kind of getting neglected, and so that creates that 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 that, that out of balance experience, right. so, if you will. So I'm thinking, you know, if there's pastors listening to this, there would be a little bit of a blend of. I mean, there's some business aspects in that you want to have your church grow, or maybe it's business aspect, maybe it's not. But then there's some other, you know, more personal and relational kind of things. Uh, wouldn't what. One of the things that Sonia and I do, we kind of, we align ourselves. We have several churches in our area and some actually around the country that we line up with because we do coaching on Skype and phone as well. But uh, uh, just to be available to for as a resource for pastors, number one, uh, because most pastors, they have very little, if any, training in pastoral counseling or any kind of focus in that regard. And so the average pastor, if somebody's having a crisis, may may see them one or two times before they have to refer them to somebody. And so we we like to come alongside churches and say, okay, you know, if you've got somebody that's in that place, let us help you. And so the other side of the coin is for them personally in their own lives, whether it be them 
personally? Where are they? Are, are they in balance in their life? Is, are there issues there? Are they lacking some tools that might help them get a little more self-awareness and also how to communicate and interact not only with their spouse or family, but also in their congregation differently as well? Um, so we can, we kind of like to walk beside churches in that regard with it too, and, and particularly you know I have such I have a pastor's heart having been a pastor for so long, and I, I want to help pastors because I I see one of the glaring things we saw when we first got in this was pastors not having enough resources uh, to be able to handle these situations or to be able to to provide some of their parishioners with with tools that they need. Right, and I think what happens a lot of times is pastors feel somewhat alone. They're kind of, you know, they're leading that ministry and there's, um, Mm -hmm. it's good to be able to connect up with someone outside of your circle to get some Mm -hmm. feedback. We found an interesting thing too, working with pastors and people in ministry and Phil, you can speak into this, but there, there has seemed to be a a much more, and, and it's not to downplay counseling at all, but for a lot of pastors, there's a real stigma with going quote unquote to a counselor and coming to a life coach, it's a little bit more palatable, if you will, and, and a lot of people, it's it's easier for them to go there and get tools versus doing the traditional counseling setting, because the 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 implication there is I'm broken and I need help, uh, you know, and a life coach is kind of going to look at that from a different perspective of, no, you may be out of balance in some areas or may need some tools, but we can we can hand you those and get your life back to where you, you want it to be, where you're thriving. Right. And let's let's take a look at that. I would think that one thing that would be on the pastor's hearts would be would be church growth. I mean that's mm-hmm. something that and how to grow my ministry. Is there applications for life coach that would apply to get results in that kind of area? Yes. Yeah, definitely would with it too. One of the things we did before we launched into this full time, I was still pastoring, and one of the things I noticed preaching was, and I don't know if this is indictment of my preaching, but I'll indict myself, uh, is I, I certain people when I knew they had rough backgrounds had kind of a saturation point where they could hear so much of what was being presented in a message. And then you could see them kind of glaze over. <laughs> mm-hmm. And one of the interesting things we did was working with people that had those kinds of backgrounds uh, and implementing coach tools with them is seeing a marked change and seeing uh, spiritually how much growth happened within just getting some different perspectives and some input and some tools uh, to be able to see their life from a, maybe through a different set of lenses than maybe they had before. Uh, it was phenomenal to see see the change in them with it too, and uh, that was about the time the Holy Spirit started poking us, going, "Okay, it's time to do this full time, buddy. Let's go." <laughs> right. So, so what does um, I haven't had a life coach before, and mm-hmm. what, what what practically what does it look like? You know, do we say, "Oh, let's meet every week"? Uh, are we or <laughs> how how does it how does the sessions take well, place or? Uh, initially, I, you know, would either meet with someone or, you know, talk to them on Skype or phone, and we would kind of go through what's going on in their world, what's working, what's not, uh, what's causing them not to thrive. It's kind of how I like to frame that. And um, then we are, we're able to kind of assess and see, okay, we have specific tools to, that we can meet, uh, help you meet the needs in those certain areas. And so initially to just to build some momentum, I usually meet with clients on a weekly basis and my wife does as well. 
And as we go on, we can space that out a little bit depending on what their situation is and what tools are needing just for the sake of, because a lot of this is about conditioning. You know, we, we get into to habits and beliefs and, you know, we do or don't do certain things and, and it, we're, it's so ingrained within us, it takes some effort and it takes some building of momentum to be able to make those kinds of changes in your life. Do you... Uh, so working... Go ahead, go ahead I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I was just going to, sorry to interrupt here, but I was, do you, do you talk with um, others than the person being coached as well to get a better understanding of what the situation is or? We usually talk, just talk with the person and or the couple or whoever, but we, we do actually work with couples. We do relational coaching with with couples a lot. Uh, You know, we've been involved with the, uh, learning some new technology relationships and the new neuroscience stuff that was really helpful in impacting couples. Uh, but uh, most of the time we deal with the person and what their need is, unless it's affecting a whole family unit or, or in, even in business where we, we will go into a setting like, uh, for example, a car dealership and where they're having all kinds of communication and team problems, et cetera, with two, and then just, do an assessment, you know, what are, what are you needing? What's not working here? Okay, what do you need to, to change this? And let's hand you those tools or let's hand you personally or your staff uh, a set of tools that can change what this looks like. Right. So does it, uh, maybe I'm, I mean, there's a, there's a business consultant that's going to come in and, and potentially, you know, interview a bunch of staff members and kind of set the ship mm-hmm. straight, whereas <laughs> life coaching is going to be, I assume is going to be more targeted towards, you know, that business owner himself and how he can make changes. I don't know. I'm just... The business owner themselves. We also do, we do things like we, we will do like a, a personality profile, you know, they'll teach like a team, for example, or, or a, a group in a leadership, you know, well, how are you wired? Who's in your group? You know, it, or is it because you're different than if Joe's different from Bob, because he has a different wiring and different personality, how do you connect with this person instead of, of seeing that as adversarial or just because it's different than how you would approach it and be able to make those changes? So uh, Steve and I were having lunch before this, and one of the things I, I mentioned to Steve when we were talking about uh, you know this potential podcast here was when I was really younger, I was looking for a mentor. I was really, especially mm-hmm. when I got involved in ministry, I got ministry pretty young, pretty young age, and you did too. And mm-hmm. I, in fact, you know, part of my deal with youth with a mission was I was hoping to connect with somebody there that they could be more of a mentor for me. And over mm-hmm. the years, I've kept looking for that, and I've pretty much given up. I mean, I've mm-hmm. I've been sadly disappointed, uh, you know, trying to find a mentor. And and I I don't know how how this relates to life coaching, but. Uh, I don't know what your average age is of your clients, but I would think that to me, the younger, if a, if a person was younger, they would, mm-hmm. they would get off to a better start if they could find a life coach, even mm-hmm. if they were young. Cause I would, I'm thinking in my mind and you can answer this clay, but I mean, are most of your clients probably in their forties and fifties or no? Uh, they range from 13 to 82. <laughs> okay. So you got, uh, so you got a 13 year old. Yeah, yeah. Okay. yeah, we've dealt, we've, we've dealt with teenagers, uh, my wife especially does, and it's such a great thing to see them 
getting life skills and tools and and things that they need at this early age. And, you know, I'm, I'm almost envious sometimes, wish, kind of like you, it's like, I wish I had somebody that I could have connected with that had given me this a long time ago, right, how different yeah. my life would be now uh, with it too. And, and that's kind of a portion of life coaching is it is mentoring. It's, I look at it as kind of being a guide. Um, you know, let, let's go down this trail and see, you know, what are you, what are you wanting? Why do you want it? You know, how do you get there? Um, let's, let's evaluate and and let me walk with you, um, as you're taking this journey, um, to get what it is you want uh, out of your life and to be able to thrive. I would think the younger, the better. So where do your clients come from? I mean, do you advertise? Do you, are you out there or something on Google? Well, I mean, how do people find we, you? We're, we're actually, we have a website, uh, heartlifecoachingdfw.com. Uh, and we have a lot of people that come that way. We're also on Facebook uh, as well as with the social media. We get a lot of people. Uh, interestingly, the majority of our people are word of mouth uh, from other clients that have had, uh, you know, a life-changing experience. And uh, we get a lot of referrals that way. Um, and it's not just local here in the DFW area. We do that. Uh, we have, uh, right now, currently we have a four or five clients nationwide in different locations, Washington, DC and other places. And, uh, I have some clients internationally down in, in central and South America as well that we work with. Uh, and they, most of them have either found us in some form like, like social media or they referred uh, or just contact people, you know, people that, you know, I've been like you have been in ministry nearly 40 years now. And so, uh, being referred to, Hey, check these people. Let's see if they can help you, uh, get a handle on what's going on here. So, um, just kind of asking about how that, the experience goes kind of more in line with the, the practical piece. I assume, I mean, one extreme, you know, you're, you're like, a uh, a coach that's that's uh that's giving me some suggestions and i can do what i want and they give another perspective mm-hmm. on the other side i could see where the coach is saying okay i need you to do this this week and you're going to be really stretching me and it's going to be uncomfortable and mm-hmm. but w- yeah i do give homework <laughs> oh, okay <laughs> and, and and it's to keep that momentum is the key uh to make sure that they're following through or they're with what they've learned in a particular session that through the week, they're implementing that in some form or fashion to, to get us to the next step. One of the things about life coaching is it's usually one thing builds to the next thing, to the next thing. And, uh, and a lot of that is dependent on, you know, the client, whoever comes to us, if they, if they're really wanting change in their life and they engage in the process, they will get change. Uh, cause we'll make sure they, they get what they need. Uh, but building that momentum and sometimes that accountability as well that's built into that, which is going to be something, again, that diverges from the traditional counseling setting, is, you know, I'm going to hold you to that. I'm going to, I'm going to be a little more hands-on with you about well, how, you are going to be maybe be uncomfortable with this or this is how this is going to work and here's what we're going to work from next week after you do this work, et cetera. And, and so they kind of know in the process what's going on and where they're going. Right. Okay. And that that's what you would, you would think is if, um, for, if you were to hire a coach, uh, you'd want to make sure you're getting the results. And if you're doing the same thing and just taking another piece of advice, but not, not getting stretched and mm-hmm. implementing the things the coach wants, you probably wouldn't get your money. And, and there are times that they're very, they're very rare, but there are times when somebody's just not ready to grow. 
And, you know, and I'll be very straightforward with them. I'm not going to, you know, leave them dangling, you know, for a long period of time. It's like, look, you know, if you, if you're not willing to do this work and we can't do this together with it too, then, then let's, let's stop right here and you take a break. And when you're ready to engage, then let's do it. Hmm. Um, and a lot of that is, is based on the client and what they're, they're needing or what they're really wanting to do. Yeah. Um, yeah. and we, t- we leave them that freedom, you know, to do that. Like, you know, because it's not about us changing them. It's about guiding someone to the tools they need to be able to work those changes into their own life. Yeah. So uh, we're just about out of time here. So here's the big question, Clay. What's all this cost? Uh, it, and I'll tell you, it varies from um, client to client or life coach to life coach, depending on what they specialize in with it too. Um, for us, the average cost is, is 100 a session. And if we're working, we have a working relationship with, with churches. We do a, do a you know, kind of a sliding scale discount with that as part of that. But that's a pretty average, uh, 75 to, to 100. And we're considered on the low end of that. Uh, I have life coaching friends that are making two, 250 per session mm-hmm. with it, depending on what their experience and, you know, what their, their specializations are, uh, you know, with that. So, but that, that's pretty average. Yeah. As far as that's concerned, yeah, uh, seventy-five that's... to one hundred, not of that ballpark. Yeah, that's reasonable. So uh, people can get a hold of you by going to mm-hmm. uh, heartlifecoachingdfw.com. Did I get that right? Mm-hmm. All right, so that's heart, correct. Heartlifecoachingdfw.com. And, uh, and if I might, let me just give you our our off, our number as well as eight one seven eight seven seven six six three seven. That's right. Okay. All right. Awesome. And they can always contact us here. Support at at streamingchurch.tv. So we've been talking with Clay Arnold, an old friend of mine, Master Life Coach. Uh, you got a book out there also called Power to Live Tools for a Great Life. Uh, Can they get that like somewhere like Amazon or something? It's on Amazon. Yeah. Sure is. But you can get it in Kindle or book version. Okay. Good Um, deal. All right. Well, awesome. Great. Well, I'm glad we're out of time, but I'm so glad that uh, we took a little bit of time here to uh, to talk to you about this. It's always been a very fascinating subject for me. I sure appreciate you uh, sharing some of this, Clay. Well, thanks for the time. It's great to connect with you guys. I sure appreciate it. All right. Well, uh, folks, if you have some feedback on this, you think life coaching is a good idea, you think it's a bad idea, uh, you want to contact us, just send us an email, support at streamingchurch.tv. And uh, we will wrap up this edition. And uh, for Steve Lacey, Clay Arnold, I'm Phil Thompson. You guys have a great day. We will catch you next time on another edition of the Church Solutions Podcast. Take care.